Okay, Helena. Helena Rosen, Lorena Sacchetti, welcome to Seeing Other People. I am Ooh, so hello. excited to have you guys We're here. We're so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having us. The return. Happy. The return of Helena. Helena we have a here. lot to talk about with that, but quick backstory for everybody. The three of us grew up together in the same town, and the three of us also went to college together. And Woo. now we're here. We all followed Which each other. Now Which we're is here. crazy. We made it. It is crazy. We made it. Um, okay, why don't you each just give a little background on who you are, what you're doing, and we'll go from there. Perfect. I'll take it away. Hello, everyone. My name is Lorena Sacchetti, or Sacchetti, as some people call me. Um, I'm 26 years old from Westchester, New York, and I'm currently PAing different events and kind of commercials and shoots and videos and things like that. So I'm trying to work in, I'm trying to dive into that freelance life, which has been an interesting experience. And then on the side, we're co-hosting Funny Girls Podcast and been doing some fun stand-up things. So that's my little story. Living that what is, what is PAing for those who are unfamiliar with like the entertainment world? Right. So it's basically, it, PA stands for production assistant. There, you can be a different type of PA. You can be a set PA, art PA, truck PA. So Normally, I the past few weeks have been doing, been working with the same few companies, and I've mainly been doing set PA um, and some office PA work, which is really just like it kind of it depends on the project, the event. You'll have two day shoots, one day shoot, half day shoot. It could be a crew of like five people to fifteen, um, but it's so fun because it's like every group is a little bit different. You know what I mean? And I kind of like that because it makes me feel a little bit more like I don't know. I like to like spice it up a little bit, so yeah. it's nice, but. Yeah, PA work and entertainment's a fun way to go. I <laughs> love <you> it. <laughs> Listen, nobody in LA does one thing. That's like something we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about so this yesterday. True. Like, if you're just doing one thing, whereas in New York, that's so normalized. It's like, oh, I'm a banker. I'm a this. In LA, it's like I'm doing this. I'm doing this, that. I'm doing this. this. Yeah. Um, but then there's someone like Alana who's just doing everything all the time everywhere. Like, I swear there was a point where I was like, she could live in LA. She could live in New York. She could be bi-coastal because you're, you do literally it all, Both of you do, honestly. At one point I did want to be bi-coastal. That was like a, a life goal of mine. But yeah, I mean, the one I did a semester in LA instead of going abroad and I was a full-time student and had two internships and working, was working seven days a week. You're, with uh, like a full yeah. schedule of classes on top of that. Um, so yes, nobody yeah. in LA does one thing. Helena. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so I am a podcast producer. I'm 28 years old and it was truly, I forget like the last time I was on, on the podcast, like where I was at with everything, but it's been my goal to be a full-time or not full-time employee. Cause that's like a very literal term for like you know, going into one office all the time, but like be, make my job what I'm passionate about, which is like podcast producing. And, you know, I love hosting too. So we're hosting this podcast, you know, mixing it up, doing mixing it up, making it a little spicy yeah. for everybody. But uh, yeah. And I always, it's funny. I always blank out when someone asks me like this question of, it just feels oh, like it's the hardest thing. question ever. Yeah. It yeah. just feels like almost like, like when what you do those do? deal breakers, when you're like in like your first like improv class yeah. or like, your first day, like in like a, a class at Q's, they're like, "Yeah, everyone, go around and see your first name, and then something that matches it." I'm like, "Thank you, breakers, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. So that's just you know, that's just me. That's me. well, Helena. I have to say, I'm so proud of you because I, for so long, I know that's exactly what you wanted to do, and yeah. you were getting just like knocked down, kind of, mm -hmm. and you kept picking yourself back up, and like you started a podcast because you wanted to learn more about the process and yeah. really like dive into the world, and you were like, "This is what I love, and this is what I want to do," mm -hmm. and it took a lot longer than you thought to make it happen, but you did, and yeah. I just I really admire how you pushed through and and made it work. If you are anything like me and you are going on a date, you're probably like nervous, but also excited, but just like really want to have a good time, don't want to screw anything up. And you get like the pre-date jitters. Um, for me, there were two things that I would do to help with those pre-date jitters. I would always call a friend for a little pump up speech. And I would also take a happy gummy from Mindset Wellness CBD before my date. It would help me stay in the right mood, being excited, being present, but it would also take away that layer of nerves that was going to stop me from being my best self on the date. I love the happy gummies. They are incredible. They taste great. They don't make you feel high or anything like that. They just make you feel like the best version of 
yourself. So try them today. Definitely recommend trying them before a date. MindsetWellnessCBD.com. Use code seeing other people at checkout. That will get you 20% off and free shipping. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. I mean, like, it's it's been one of those processes where, like, I really had to have a lot of patience with myself because it was switching careers. Like, I was in marketing before, and, you know, I mean, a lot of the knowing, you really have known for a really long time. I was like, how do I get into podcasting? Like, this is what I want to do. And it was really just, like, initially creating my own and then starting with small projects. And now it's built to be, like, you know, yesterday I – I'm almost officially working with this client that I'm like, damn, a year ago, I've been really like, fuck yes. Huge. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, even from when you moved here. Like, yeah. You, you haven't even been here a full year and you've already established yourself so much. Right. Here. I mean, still, obviously there's, it goes in waves and like not every day is like a fuck yeah day, but it's like, and especially because I have been doing contract yeah, work yeah. more so. Um, but I really am happy. And I feel like LA living in LA sit. Like when I had spoken to you last on the podcast, I was living in New York, now living in LA. It gave me a lot of like freedom to just kind of be who I always have been, which is like not letting other people's pressure get in the way of the things I want to do. And I felt a lot of pressure in New York and being in LA just like really kicked. Or just like the discouragement, you know, like some people are so nervous to take something on themselves that it's like. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I go through that now. We, on the re- recent episode of the podcast, we were kind of talking about that. Just, like, sometimes you'll have that, like, listen, I always forget the word. It's not identity crisis. When, I, when it's, like, you think you're something that you're not. Oh, um, it's... Imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah, want to yeah, say sure. identity instead of imposter syndrome. But yeah. it's the same thing. It's, like, some people sometimes are, like, what, you're, like, so like it's, like, oh, you think you can, like, move across the country and, like, start being a podcast producer? Like, that's aggressive. Or, like, you think you can be an actor? Or you think you can be the face of you know, a huge dating app and everyone's like, that's aggressive. You can never do that. And it's like, oh really? Well, you guys are going to do it. And you did do that. You know what I mean? Especially where we grew up. There's just a lot of like a pressure to follow a specific path, you know? 100%. And we've all kind of gone off of that path in our own way. Um, I have to mention for everyone listening your podcast is fucking hilarious. Oh you know, my I, God. I like oh my funny. God. First of all, like funny girls is the exact right term. And like you guys know me, like I haven't been a podcast listener up until recently. Yeah. And I will say, like, at first I was like, oh, well, like, let me just support them. Like I'll listen to an episode. And then yeah. I was like, hitting subscribe like every week and I'm like sitting there cracking up and it feels like you're just like listening like in a room with your friends like shooting the shit but you guys are just like you genuinely are really funny but you keep it so real and it's so like oh it's just so good everyone go listen to funny girls you guys you have to thank Thank you you. thank you no (laughs) that's the way honestly the first time like you know when you hit it off with someone and obviously I was doing it alone before and I had always had in my mind of like, I want to do it with someone else kind right. of thing. Cause it's just more fun. And me yeah. and Marita hung out once. I mean, not just once, but like, Actually, it, was it was the, the first time we yeah, hung like, out. I was like, would you just have a podcast together? And weirdly, I will say this. I had a list of different people. I was like, oh, in LA that I think are funny and that could potentially like be good for Feel bad lie or whatever. And um, you were on the list. I was just like, oh, I feel like she's so funny. I haven't really spoken to her in a Stop, while, but I always thought you were hilarious. A bad yeah. liar guest. And then that's why I came out. I was like, you know, no, just like. I come on now. I'm like, hey, guys. I was thinking to have like recurring guests. Smart. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. And, you know, I would just bust through the door. Yeah. Like every like fifth episode. Like, hey, guys, what's up? I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, I exactly. love it. No, but thank so, you. I really appreciate that review. I of mean, course. Of course. It's our hope. <laughs> I, there are so many things I want to talk about in this short episode, but we have to start with the fact that Helena, your last feature on seeing other people, the episode was called 27 years single (laughs) and Helena, you are now 28 and you are in a relationship. Yeah. It's, it's really fucking crazy. My life is so different in LA than it was in New York. Um, but yeah, it's pretty wild. I honestly think that once I made my I, I made my personality trait being 27 years single, then I got in a relationship. Of course. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That was my whole thing. It's yeah. just so classic. Everyone's like, you know, when you're not looking for it, 
it. You're like, no, no, no. I was like, this is my, it was my brand. I was like, this is like starting to be my brand. And I like finally found myself and I'm like, damn it. No, I mean, it's great though. You like start your own podcast, like in twenties and single. (laughs) You meet your boyfriend. I'm going to do it away at least one year until I establish this more. It's so, I mean, that literally happened to me. I met Jake like a month into seeing other people and I'm like, shit, now I have like no content inspo. Like I don't have bad dates to go on. It's so crazy that you guys met that recently into it. I feel like, but it's so great because you need the perspective of like, in relationship, out of relationship, totally. getting into relationship. Sometimes, yeah. like, the getting into the relationship, to me, is, like, the hardest, like, safety zone that you're kind of in. That You're, like, any day this person could literally disappear. It's, like, a four-month period sometimes. I'm, like... Yeah. Well, it also is, like... I mean, something I've been thinking about recently is, like... Well, first of all, I had never experienced being in a relationship before. So, this, like, safety, this, like, True. person that is, like, supportive and safe. I'm, like... And now, like it's been let's say seven months now or something and I'm like I can't imagine not having this figure like even I'm moving on Monday I'm like immediately text Nick and I'm like you know how are we getting the bed out of my apartment to move whatever and I'm like what would I do if I was and I was and I texted him he was like he was gonna be in a meeting at that time I was like I don't know what the fuck to do with like how to get this bed out of my apartment I was like wait no you're like, I was, there was a single for 27 years. How the fuck did I get that bed out of my apartment? You like looked in the mirror. You're like, I'm a self-sustaining woman. Yeah. There were a few things. So I listened back to the episode and there yeah. were a few things that you said about being single, about never having been in a relationship. And one was that like, you've never had that person to call like, oh, if you're running late, like, can you pick up the laundry or like yes, grab right. it out of the dryer or yeah. stuff like that. But you also pointed out that you felt like you had no relationship experience so that when you were going to finally get into a relationship, you were kind of, you had this fear of like, well, I don't necessarily know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. And that's something that might make it really like more difficult, or I might have to be more open with the person about that. So I'm curious how that unfolded. And I guess when it came up that you hadn't had previous relationships, like how did Nick respond to that? And and were you afraid to say that? Or was he super accepting? Like, what was that like for you? Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. I have to give a quick shout out to Anchor. If you don't know about Anchor, it's Spotify's podcast platform, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Trust me. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free, and you know I love free. Second of all, their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast directly from your phone or computer. What could be easier than that? Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere else you want it played. You can also make money from your podcast, no matter how few downloads you get regularly. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hope you love today's episode. I've never asked you that. How did Nick respond? Like knowing that you... He is literally like just the the most supportive person ever. And like, I think off the bat, he was into it and there was nothing. And I I really do believe like if someone's into it and they're a good person, there's nothing that's going to stop them. And I think it was like our second date. Um, we had gone to this, he planned like something different. Like we went to this haunted house, haunted hayride. And then we realized when we, when we got there, there was no drinks. And I was like, oh fuck, like this is like fucking weird. But You're then, like, I'm not going then finally we go out to drink, like drinks after we had this like really good conversation. And he, I think that I'm not exactly sure how it came up, but I think I was just, oh, you know what? I'm backtracking a little. When I got to LA, I was like, I, I had always been like nervous of, of saying exactly what I was in New York. And I felt like I was always going to disappoint someone with like, 
um, you know, I was in marketing. I had a stable job. And then one day being like, you know what? I want to do stand up. When I got to LA, I was like very upfront with the people that I was dating about like what exactly, you know, I came to LA, I'm trying stand up. I'm, you know, trying to be a, I'm trying to be a full-time podcast producer. I'm trying to do these things. And like, you know what? I don't have it all together right now. And that's just who I am. And if you're going to date me, like, yeah. I think I just didn't give a fuck, honestly. I was, like, just going on dates to go out and, and like, meet people and just, like, have plans because I went on a couple um, dinners by myself and, like, I love doing that. But I was, like, at a certain point, you know, I want some plans. And I think that maybe when he asked, I just didn't put so much weight on it because I didn't really care. I was just – he yeah. was, like, maybe – I'm, I'm picturing the situation now and I think he was just, like, like, have you had previous relationships before? Or maybe I had asked the question. I'm not exactly sure, but I think – exactly what I said was no <laughs> like I was like no I just so have you I so haven't you found next question no I was just like no and I haven't found just the right person yet he didn't ask me why he's like always been so down for exactly who I am and like and that's ex- I never thought I would really find that in someone I don't know like exactly where I am now like he's he's a, he's like my polar opposite in some ways like he's had he's been in the same company for like nine years and mm. And he's just like super stable, knew exactly what he was doing from a really young age and everything. But he was somehow down for like, I w- I'm driven, I'm hardworking. And like, I didn't know what the fuck I was I doing the next day, you know, but yeah. I was going to make it work. But like, yeah, in terms of relationship stuff, he, I think that it was something I never pictured because you have so much anxiety, like when it comes up. But I think I had a lot of weight in New York because I dated so many times. I'm like, fuck, this fucking yeah. question sucks. But honestly, once I, once I didn't care, I guess it just fell into my lap, like of, of, of people that really were like, oh, okay, whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I think that's a really good point that it's like, you stopped caring about it because that was one of the things like you were so nervous to say that you had no relationship experience and you were so nervous to say that you didn't have your career all figured out. And I think that switch, like. I think he was able to tell you were confident in yourself. You were going after what you wanted and there wasn't this surrounding anxiety or like, ah, like, I don't know what I'm doing in my career. Like I'm not as where I want to be. I'm not established, but like, I like have all these big goals. You were just like, yeah, like I'm trying, I'm figuring it out one day at a time and that's yeah. where I am at and that's who I am. And I think that shift just in how you viewed yourself probably had a really big difference in like what you were putting out on me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that, when I came That's to LA, exactly what it was, yeah. I was like, I have, I literally wrote down a list of things that I'm like, I haven't tried yet. For some reason, I felt this like weight of trying it in New York. And I was, and how, being in a relationship was 0% on the list, even maybe dating in LA. I don't even know, but it was like all career oriented. Yeah. So then when I was dating, I was just like, this is what my goals are right now. Like, I really don't, in some ways I didn't even want a relationship because honestly, like Alana and I had spoken off, like off you know, off podcast that the content like lacks a little bit when you're in a relationship. Yes. I, we talked about that on episode yeah. two. I literally yeah. was like, I was like, can you just like, I, I joked, I was like, I'll knock on Nick's door and be like, Hey, Helena wants to break up with you. And the next morning be like, Hey, I just needed some content. Right. So, <laughs> so it was like a different, like, I, I so relate to that. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I hate you, but also I get it. So yeah. right. it's like our, our, our content and even just like with friends and stuff, like you fuck around about being single and stuff. And I'm like, okay, who at-? it's like identity. It's change. true. It's so funny yeah. how it's like, we're kind of in, we're in similar, but different worlds. Like we're like more like the comedy space where, you know, you have more of like the relationship and dating space, but yet we're still facing like those same situations. 100%. You know what I mean? Like there's like, cool. Like there, you just like, you need material yeah. like in your life to kind of just like keep that truck going. Sometimes yeah. you're kind of like, Wait, I, I like I, I you watch all those movies and the shows and everything so like whirlwindy and then when things are kind of chilled out you're like, this yeah. is too calm. Like what? Totally. But the really good thing is also I wanted to mention like just reflecting on the last podcast too was like I also didn't know if I'd be able to find someone that was so down for me saying whatever the fuck I want about the anything and especially mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a private person that's actually like not you know on the same page with me like being a podcast host or in the public more, eye like a little more and like to themselves it took me some time to like have a conversation with him because it's like, uncomfortable at first to whatever totally. but I was like I feel like I've sort of been not podcasting as much or not doing things that I really love on the side because I'm worried about sort of what I'm gonna say about you if it's gonna offend you he was like oh there's literally nothing you can say like as long as you're not talking like major shit about me 
that I'm going to care. It and was like, incredible. He's we held like, to it. Like, yeah, we were like, wow, because he really doesn't care. He just he doesn't, doesn't care. care. Yeah. Like, we thought, like, you know, because people are, some people are different. And, like, when you have, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're dating and you're, like, to a, you know, a talent of some sort, you know what I mean? Right. Other people, like, your lives is other people's, like, yeah. what they're watching or listening to. So I feel like for him it could have been, like, all right, like, can we just, can these right. things be gone either way. Right? But he limits yeah. and he's, he just, Helena kind of came back and was like, yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't I was really just like, care he at all. He doesn't <laughs> care. And like, I've literally tested I'm like, that's who she lot. should be dating. Someone like that is who she should be with. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. Both of us. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, mean, going back to the, the whole, you got to have content and you got to have these funny experiences. Lorena, what's been going on in your dating life? <laughs> she Obviously, we know the the, the joke. So I'm kidding. Uh, my dating life is a little flavorful in a few ways. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been funny. It's it's funny going through the episodes of the podcast because we'll discuss kind of topics we want to talk about, and I'll be, you know, I'll say to her examples like, you know, one of the episodes, like my my high school sweetheart who I dated in high school he brought me on a date to a funeral unprompted you know things like that it's like kind of like you can't really plan for that that just like life <laughs> throws at you and you handle that as you wish yes you wish. life shouldn't throw that out you ever. and then it's just I'm kind of like no you got this let's keep going girl and then like years later like I'm dating this other guy and we're dating when I'm living in Manhattan out of college we're together for a few months and like I'm Italian like it's not, I don't want to have a mild attraction to Guido's, but it's just something like in my inheritance that I haven't chosen. It's just unfortunate. So at the time, she's in Guido's. Very Guido man. We were dating for a few months and I bring him to a Yankee game because I was like so chill like that. Also, shouldn't have done that. Like, I should have been like, this is what this is a learning experience. Exactly. We're on the date at the end of the game, like watching some, you know, having our brewskis and chilling. And he literally has like a baby on his phone <laughs> on the background, like, like, as I feel like lights up and I'm like, oh my God, who is that? Like thinking like friend, whatever he goes, I've been meaning to tell you, like, I have a three-year-old son and I really want you to meet him. Wow. Like, what date number was this? Four or five. Wow. Date five. We had been talking throughout the whole entire thing. Like you can't make this shit up. I love these. Uh, and I was so like 23. What, what, what are you right when you get out of college? Like 22, yeah, yeah, 22, 23, yeah. I'm, like, I'm a baby. Take care of me. Like, I don't think <laughs> your child. Like, what the fuck? These are the relationship oh. aspects. You're like, what's been going on in your daily life? Well, I was on a date at the Yankee game yeah. with a guy that had a baby. No, um, sorry. No, this so, relationship um, brought me to a funeral. Well, well no, I mean, I, I have, like, kind of layers to my whole, like, dating and relationship view, I guess, if you will, because it's kind of like how, like how I thought that I would be attracted to people when I was younger versus now and there's such a stereotype like you move to LA and you're like yeah let's see what's going on let's figure it out but I definitely feel like there was an energy when I was dating in New York that was a little bit more like rigid um mm -hmm. and just felt very I don't know uh, it didn't feel very like comfortable and natural and fluid for me it felt very like hard to kind of meet people outside of my like zone or box unless I would like take a new class or do something like that so you know, I went from that to coming out to LA and like just being in entertainment and meeting all these people. Like I've, I think I've just been almost like in a whirlwind of it in the best way, like being here for three years. But I also admittedly went through like a really bad breakup slash had a pretty unhealthy relationship at the end of college that did, has admittedly still affected me now in terms of just kind of like, I'm not just going to date someone to you know, like learn about myself, but I think to a degree, I'm pretty, a little guarded, which is fine. But yeah. in terms of like that, I think it's been funny because I'm so thankful it happened when it did in college, because, you know, like you look back and you think about all the things, the trajectory of where your life could be in that relationship. And you look at all the kind of red flags or things that should have been done differently. And for me, I'm like, oh, now I'm so well prepared when I'm dating now. Like I'll be on date number three and I'm like, oh, you know, I really like this person, but there's this thing that I've been noticing now and it's just not gonna, you know, whereas I used to just be like, it's fine. Like just ignore that. And like, maybe you, you can like, there, there's other good parts to them that like chalk it off, you know, like I just don't have that part of me anymore, you know, but because of that, it makes, it helps with the content. Cause then I just go on these dates and I'm just in like really random situations. That, like I can't even express, like it, it, I don't even know where to begin, honestly. And then you start a podcast with your friend who moves across the country and it just kind of starts from there. <laughs> so I am very much in the single angle for us. And I honestly love it. I feel like I was like kind of the bitter single person for a little bit just to kind of be like, I go through ebbs and flows where I'm just like, you know, 
I just like you hit that point where sometimes you're like, yeah, like I feel a little lonely. Like I don't want to, I'm not trying to meet my like husband or wife right now, but having a companion that I can learn about myself that might go that way would be nice, you know? And there's just a balance for people. I think to like, I think there's a balance of like protecting yourself and pushing things away and like not letting yourself see certain things, you know? So for me, I always just try to figure out that balance, which is why it's so funny with us because like, now on the podcast like she's the one in the relationship and we always used to joke because like I would like how you know I would be dating here and there and this and that like now we're basically completely flip-flops which is just hilarious. yeah that is funny like, three years ago Hel- now. Helena question for you why do you think Lorena is single Ooh, that's Ooh. a really good question dun, after, dun, that, after the episode General. ends and I just shut the laptop and I'm like you really felt that <laughs> how do I think she's single that's a good question first of all I'm going to backtrack a little. I'm going to throw it back at you. I fucking hate that question when people used to ask me why I know because I fucking want to be. And I think that when it comes to Lorena, I won't be, I would like to preface this, that we're so close. Yeah. Whatever you're thinking, I won't be hurt because you know why part of me feels like you have it in your head right now. No, I don't. I never think about this because for myself, I hated that question and stuff like that. So I could say like five things for myself. I think that I think when she's finding herself of like, what are red flags and what are not red flags? Like we've spoken about different conversations and stuff. Like I know that when you were talking on an app, like someone you were talking to, like it just like, wasn't going to be a good partnership. Like I remember they were like, you know, we live in West Hollywood. The person was in, let's say Marina Del Rey. And they're like, Oh, let's go on a date in Marina Del Rey. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like Like, the small micro problems. That's not going to be a good like partner. Like um, I was, I remember, like, I was optimistic about it. Like, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, like, he, like, wow, he thought of a place. She's like, right, he didn't even ask where you live. I don't know. Like 40 minutes away from you. I was like, that's actually. Really not, cool. not to say you should ride off someone because of that, but, like, I think it just, like, leads nowhere type yeah. of thing. Yeah, Um, I, I honestly think you're, like, thriving right now as single and, like, you're just, you're just finding yourself and, like, who, who the right person is for you. And I also think there's a perception of Lorena that she's this, like, she is a badass person. We talk person, about this. We do but talk like, about this. you know, a hundred percent confident, not sensitive at all. Like, and I think that that like just super party girl, party girl, girl like doesn't like get affected we'll by stuff. Will have sex with you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just like of kind thing. of like a loose person. There's like that weird persona of me. Yeah, and we, then I'm like, right, exactly the opposite. Oh, I the think opposite that like, that. and maybe what you're. That's true. Like you're attracting people that are like think that you're like that or or. Or I don't know, or going after people that are, no, because that one guy you dated wasn't like that. But No, but that's I actually, that's a good point though, I guess. Yeah. That's true because it's like, you know, maybe presenting yourself in a way that might seem like I'm interested and attracted to these things when in real, like I have, because I think it's also like for me, like the first date, like I try so hard to be like, no, they're checking off my boxes. I'm not checking off their boxes. Yeah. But then like when you get to like the seventh or eighth date, you're like, wait, did we just like skip over something completely, you know? And I think that's Mm -hmm. where I get. But I honestly think it's like (laughs) once you really accept, and maybe this is the biggest thing, like who you are as a person, like you are, I mean, I look at Lorena, we talked about yesterday, like she's talent. Like she should be, in my perspective, working in a coffee shop during the day and like going to stand up every night type of thing. Yeah, she gave me a little pep talk yesterday. Right, and like (laughs) once you like just like lean into what I want you to be. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> once you are who I've been envisioning right. you to be in LA. Right. Then you, or like accept yourself for exactly who you are, which maybe I'm just projecting like what it was for me. Like yeah. you're going to yeah. find people that want are meeting you there on exactly right. who you are right. because you're like this awesome, sensitive, like kind, you know, hospitable, like really funny person. And hospitable. I feel like, like I haven't, I haven't seen it. anybody like, meet you there of, of yeah. the people that you've dated. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I think part of the hard part about dating and about dating, especially in your twenties is you're still figuring out who you are and what you want. And like we change so much. I mean, the three of us have changed so much yeah. since our early twenties. And like, even in the last few years, yeah. especially like through the pandemic and everything. And so it's like, the things we want in life, the things we want out of a partner change with us as we change. And sometimes it just takes us a while to figure out who we are, but we don't realize that yet. Yeah, exactly. I think that it's like the time that you focus on just you You. is the time that like actually gets you to a place where you're like, I don't, it'd be really nice to find someone that adds to my life or like just 
It's not like filling a hole. It's like adding to your life. And I think that like you're on, I see it. Like you're on the way to being there where it's like not going to be someone that, and you don't, she doesn't speak about this in that term. Like she's not like, oh, I'm looking for someone to fill my life. But it's like, I I really do see you like focusing on your own stuff right now and like figuring out what you're doing every day and, and just like owning who you are. And like, I also love that about you. Like you own you know, different things that like I get a little nervous about. Like for instance, you know, I was in a coffee shop yesterday and Joe Coy was in the coffee shop, which is this huge comedian that I followed for a long time. And Lorena just was like, did you go up to him and ask him to be on the podcast? And I was like, no, I, I, like I need her there. Like she'll own it. Like we have a podcast and like, it's, you know. It's funny how that works though, because I have that part of me. Like you would think like, I don't get, you know, like I don't, cause I don't get embarrassed in public settings. It's when they're more like, like I could perform on a stage or something in front of a million people, but if it's like me just looking at one person, like I freak out. So that's why dating, yeah, I struggle with that. You know, to Helena's totally. point, you know, like it's it's like a different level of it. It's just yeah, it's like it's just trying to feel that like level of comfort and like sureness in myself and just be like kind of like yeah, like I either do want to date you or I don't. You know, I think I just have gone maybe too very comfortable, too comfortable with just being Lorena and like only having to worry about myself. You know, yeah. I, I like, I like that. I, I feel that comfort yeah. of having, just like with where I'm at my career. Like I just, like even you guys, I feel like there's a little bit of like a path, you know, a trajectory. Me, I'm still like, am I going to be an assistant to this thing? Am I going to be a comedian? Am I going to be that? Like, we were I just- really think that everybody feels that way. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, being okay with like the discomfort, discomfort yeah. and then like accepting people being accepting of your discomfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like being okay with where you're at because like I don't really know like I don't and I, I would say Alana like maybe you don't really know what you're gonna be doing and f- hopefully you know the same thing but no I mean one I don't really have a knows. fucking clue which yeah <laughs> I know She's what I'd like, like <laughs> but I don't know if it's gonna work out you're no like let knows. me make that very clear and like that's kind <laughs> of goes back to the whole like it's just funny I have the imposter syndrome like some people from New York and whatever Westchester or where you know wherever I yeah. left they're kind of like. Some, some of them are just like, wow, it's so impressive. It's so cool that you're doing this. Like, you know, like that's so badass that you moved across the country. Like you're doing entertainment. And, you know, sometimes I'm like, everyone puts so much pressure on yourself. You could be the most successful person in the world and you wake up and you're like, all right, what's next now? I think yeah. for me, I have that mentality when I got here where I was like, cool, like we'll put relationship on the back burner. You did a little bit of dating after the weird, the shitty breakup. You know what I mean? Like, let's take a pause. And now I feel like I'm just coming into my own, like in the last year or so, even yeah. with the podcast, to be honest, like you just find a voice a bit. And like, I think that confidence to your point will translate with people. And it's also just dating people that are worthy of me as well. Yeah. Like not just being like, yeah, maybe like, no, like yeah. stop. Yeah. The corner. She got so mad at me once. She's like, he didn't give you his phone number. He only gave you his Instagram handle. Please stop. Do not follow him. It's a waste of a follow. No, I was just like, this is not like, you shouldn't even like try going. And, I mean, Granted, I do believe in like just get to that first date, but like certain people, it's just like if they're adding you on Instagram, like I just look at it's friends of mine in like good relationships yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, would this person, like, would Jake ever fucking follow you on Instagram before a first date? And like maybe he did because you have singing. He did. No, actually. Then- <laughs> no, no, no. But this isn't. He followed home. me like weeks before our first date. That's no, but that makes sense. Right. That's, no, no. Helena's not like. No, I know what you mean now. But, but yeah, no, 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 no. That's mean. not what the, that wasn't the red flag. Yeah, it was. That's not even a red flag. We matched on Hinge. We're talking on Hinge. And then you exchange. He gave you he a gives me his handle. Not even yeah, that. Uh-uh. That's even fine. We're still we're talking Instagram. I go, hey, here's my number. He would, still continues yeah. to stay talking nope. on Hinge. Exactly. Bye. That was, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Cause like for me, there I, I know like a handful of relationships that start off like even with the light follower, like a so I've, I've been thinking you've been cute for a few weeks now and I just wanted to slide into your deal. That works. Love is love. It, it does. Works, okay? It does. But don't be creepy, okay? Because that's a red flag. Yeah. I'm her creeper. Right <laughs> and that Helena sure. Oh, that's a great question, Alana. I know she didn't love it. I love the single one loves it. I love that question. Why do you think I'm single? She's like, well, uh, it has nothing to do with your personality. I promise. <laughs> no. Well, okay. One thing I want to get into, I know you guys are the funny girls. Um, and I think a huge part of dating and making dating less terrible is finding humor in our dating fails and being able to laugh off certain situations Mm -hmm. and so I'm curious what your thoughts are on a few different topics oh 100% let's go all right the first one stalking someone before a date how deep 
do you get? How far have you gone to stalk someone before a date? Have you caught anyone stalking you before a date? Oh, let's hear it. I have a good one. So there's the old Lorena and the new Lorena. Okay. So the old Lorena went through Facebook, Instagram, checked who they were following, checked. But the biggest thing, not the photos they post, what they're tagged in. Tagged That's in. Yeah. That shows at. the real them. But I got to tell you, I've had this new, like, I don't know, rule for myself almost in the past six months where I'm like, what's the point of checking them out beforehand? And then like, getting possibly discouraged or making a judgment that could be false because there's aspects of my social media that like she said, I come off like a certain way and you know, mm -hmm. they could be like this party girl, whatever. Like I've hit a point where my actual new rule, I don't look at their social media until I go on the first date mm -hmm. and I'm still interested. Yeah. Cause then I like have made the judgment myself if it's like worth kind of, you know what I mean? Like going on the date, but Instagram specifically big looking at the tagged photos. I just do it after because I used to do it before and then like have preconceived judgment and feel like mm -hmm. kind of an asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that I, I take the, the dating app for what it is. Yeah. If I meet people, which is like a pretty much solely meet people in general, met people in general from dating apps, take it for what it is. Okay. They say they have this job, whatever, like this is their thing. And then after a first date, I'll sort of do a little sifting around, but actually quick, really Ooh, funny story. a little story. sifting around. You know, I, I don't know. I she think... has her paperwork. She like goes to like a police station. She's like, this guy's clean <laughs> record. Spying, no, like doing a stakeout across the street yeah, with binoculars. Yeah, exactly. Sifting around. In the car, in the car with your Uber driver. <laughs> He's like, hey man, I'm gonna have to charge you like extra. Can you give me a good tip on this or something? So You're like, exactly. I, I got Domino's on the way. Don't worry. <laughs> That's a good one. So um, I think that like sometimes I feel uncomfortable because yeah. as we know, I'm a really bad liar. So I'm uncomfortable knowing information because I will, I feel like I would just like spit it back oh, out her face. So I think that maybe like, see it on her face. I remember my, uh, Nick who my neck is my boyfriend, my neck people, um, people, with boyfriends. people, the first no, one's I mean, boyfriends, my neck. <laughs> That's like that, that, that clip of the video with the girl in the office who has a, a boyfriend. She's like, Oh, stop sweetie. You're being so loud. <laughs> like I can't, <laughs> um, he, like he told me about his job and I was like, Oh, that's cool. And I think maybe I did one Google search and honestly, I think I exited out really quickly. Cause I was like, I don't really want to know things ahead of him telling me, you know? And, um, yeah. And, but so that came a little bit to not backfire, but like an uncomfortable situation happened where I was on, we had just established things. It took us two months to like from first date to defining things. I think it was just like almost exactly two months. Yeah. And like, it was like that week I was catching up with a friend that I haven't caught up in like months. I was telling her and she's like, Oh, what's his full name? I tell her the full oh, name. She God. immediately looks him up and she sees his, he, so he's half Persian and his Twitter page, she goes, Oh, like, does he speak Farsi? And I'm like, I don't, he's never mentioned it, but like, not sure. And she's he's like, said it she goes, do you know his entire Twitter page? Like when you go to Twitter, it changes to Farsi, like even where it says like comments, everything. And I was kind of like, not that that was be like, you know, what, like bad or anything. I was just like, no, that's this just is like, a person I don't know. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, his entire Twitter page changes to Farsi. And so I like felt immediately like really uncomfortable of like, well, just like th that I did. Yeah. Like I felt like I didn't yeah. know, you know? So I immediately texted did him. He have, like, but he didn't have a baby though. So I feel like in turn, she's <laughs> a three-year-old child. He's, He's like a three-year-old. No bearing it, child. It though. just like, I'll send it to you after. It just like looked like, it just felt like very different than who he is. Well, like, I think it's even... also the fact that it was the main thing you you're realizing, like his main, like obviously like in like household settings, he's speaking Farsi probably more often than English. You probably had a realization of like, wait, okay. How, so how... <laughs> I text him and I'm like, Hey, like, I, did you do Farsi? And he was like a little, like, uh, you know, here and there, a couple words, like how come? And I was like, um, so randomly I didn't want, it was also early on in a relationship. Now I'd be like, can you just like explain to me like why your entire Twitter page like changes the Farsi <laughs> now? Like it's just like interesting. Then you're like, Ooh. then I was like, um, I, I, I was like, oh, like I, I was like talking, I was telling my friend about you and she happens to look you up. Cause like the whole situation is creepy. Like how do I find out that Nick's entire Twitter page is Farsi? And I was right. like, um, and she just like, was like, oh, does he speak Farsi? And like, and, uh, because your entire Twitter page is Farsi. He goes, what are you talking about? He's like, first of all, like he was just like, 
he's like, I don't ha- like have a Twitter basically. Oh. Someone had hacked his, it's just like also something hacked his Twitter. He created a Twitter page. He just like follows music stuff. He works in music, whatever Honestly, on it. Always like these things happen. And like the entire Twitter fa- page, I think it honestly like maybe personified him as like he is Persian, but I don't know. It just they really leaned into the stereotype. Yeah, literally. It's funny because Helena, knowing you, this would happen to you also. I know, like oh, somebody oh hacking like your Twitter, putting it in another language. Like that is something I think would happen to. I know, Helena and Rosen. I was it, exactly a hundred percent exactly. But yeah, so it was like a hacked Twitter page. But imagine like, like him just he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He's yeah. like at the office, like hanging out with a client. He's like, "Thanks so much." And it's like this girl who's just like, "Oh, it's this girl that I've been dating. She's kind of cool. She just picks up. She's just like." Since when have you been speaking Farsi and not telling me? I know. He's like, I don't even have a Twitter. Please, I'll call you later. It was, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was just like a funny situation. No, but that's like, a good I'm glad I didn't look him up before because then maybe I'd be like, this is so not that you shouldn't date people that are different from you, but I was like, wow, this is just like a different world for me. Like, you know, yeah. someone that speaks. You would have not Farsi. known it was hacked. Not that that's the point that it was right. hacked. Yeah. Because it's not like you're against Farsi speaking people. It's just that's not something they're like, okay, we might be really different. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. speak English. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, or- that's that's the hard part. I mean, I've gone down complete rabbit holes where I've watched like YouTube videos of guys giving presentations in high school <laughs> like, on life. foreign affairs. <laughs> like I've fully done that You're and like, then gone on the day. This guy has a nice presentation, but I don't like the way that he ordered my drink. <laughs> Yeah. So I really, I mean, I think it's smart to like, I mean, stock with caution and right. stock knowing what the stock risks are and not of the risks of what you're going to find, but the risks of like what misconceptions you're going to have about the person. Exactly. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like a big spectrum because it's like, it's like, don't shut something down because I always joke to my friends when like, we're talking about dating. I'm like, think of the last five to 10 people you've dated or hooked up with or made out with whatever. Would you swipe right on them on a dating app? And it's like, at least talk. most of my friends are all just like, I would not. Some yeah. people who are dating their girlfriends or boyfriends are, are like, I don't like, maybe I wouldn't. I don't really know. You yeah. know what I mean? And there's people too, like, who have, you know, the, when, like, when you see just a photo, you, you're getting such small stuff. So at least if you stalk, you get a little video there, you see some body language, you get some mannerisms. Yeah. Then there's some progress, even though it's a little <laughs> All right. Next topic. Something that we've all, for better or worse, had to experience for the most part unsolicited dick pics. Oh. Go. That's so funny that you're saying this because I I almost wish I could show you it right now. I'll text you it. <laughs> I have gotten the show you it? Is it from the guy you went to the uh the you were working at the event and then he asked no, me? No, 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 not no. This happens all the time. No, just kidding. No, yeah. I've actually only gotten unsolicited dick pics twice. One of them okay. changed me as a person. So I got the second one when I was living in Manhattan. And then I moved to LA. No, just kidding. No, I wait, was wait, like, hold on, hold on. How did this change you as a person? You can't just go on to no, the next one. Yet. No, no, I'm telling you. So I was living in New York and I matched with this guy and we're going back and forth. And I was still like kind of figuring my shit out. This was like the post breakup realm. So I'm like, Hey, like, you know, we're talking like, Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? And I was like, wow, like, I really like your like smile or, or like, I was like something like, Oh, like I really like your shirt in the second photo. And he was like, yeah, like you have a really, like he says something not too sexual. So I was like, okay, we might be somewhere. <laughs> so I responded, I was like, oh, thanks. All of a sudden, just dick, massive dick pic. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, this thing is inhumane. It's so <laughs> large and like, un- like I don't know who has this. Now she's just search- searching for Mr. No, big you dick. guys, I'm not even kidding. I was with a, f- a group of my guy friends, me and four of them just a few days ago. All of them are straight and I made all of them look at the photo. And what they all they can tell we're comparing. Their so did dicks. you continue talking to him? Absolutely not. I unmatched immediately and I just had the photo. And I do feel bad that I had the photo. But I'm also like, if you're just like coming at people with this, like when you're saying, hey, hey, how are you? I like your shirt, dick. Like, see, see that's what run. people think that Lorena would be down for. Yeah, they'd be like, ooh, dick. Pic. I'm like, mm. no, this She's is like, my worst me- nightmare. <laughs> exactly. What about you? Have you got one? I've never gotten a dick pic. I think that my who I am screams absolutely fucking not. Yeah. I don't know why, whatever. Um, but just two though. So not too crazy. I, I feel like you'd think I'd get like 30, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just two, two off the top of your head. Two off the top. But I think it's like, if I got a dick pic, I would just be like, whoa, like, whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I was yeah. just like, this is like, whoa. So I, I think, you know, unsolicited, 
no guys have the fucking nerve like helena I, helena would have like a filter on her phone that would like delete it before block like, them automatically yeah. yeah well helena you did have an unsolicited dick moment i heard on funny girls with a roommate of yours recently What happened? Remember when he was masturbating? Oh my god, that! <laughs> oh my god, I like how so much she's so she's so jaded, Alana. Yeah. Like that was in the beginning when she was like, I could hear him breathing while he was jizzing. Now she's yeah. like, what what day of the week was so, it? So <laughs> backstory a little bit. I moved into when I moved to LA. I I was just like, I need to get an apartment. I was I wanted to like you know be pretty uh simple with what I was spending on the apartment. So I moved into this place with three guys, which I've never done before. Like. Just like what the fuck? She was trying to pull a new girl, but I don't think she really did her. Research. I don't even know. You didn't Everybody, find your neck and your, you know what? Yeah. Honestly, oh, you did find I your neck. That's hilarious. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I found that's her. Really cool. knock, out, knock out new girl. Found her neck. So I honestly uh, feel like I'm a case study for the amount of people that watch New Girl because every single person I tell that I, I have I have three guy roommates, they're like, oh, like New Girl, and I'm like, no, it's like knock off New Girl, honestly. But um, so basically, I'm in my apartment, I'm making an avocado toast, you know, like having a casual day. And I hear my fucking roommate jacking off. And I was like, I was scarred. Like, I honestly, I think I spent, you know, 75% last time. That was the cause, the the cause and effect of hearing someone jack off in public while I was making avocado toast was like 75% less time spent at my apartment. Yeah, you really had hung out there less. Yeah. We, did, we recorded one episode it was a lot. at place. And also, because I know this person, it's not someone like, you know, Joe from Deke at Syracuse. It was like someone that I was like, oof, I... You just don't even know. You have no... The family wouldn't like it. The family wouldn't like it. No, there's just no credibility. Like, you don't know anything about them versus like a friend of a friend of a friend. Like, it felt like it was a really fucking intimate moment. But I was like, I guess, uh, you know, we're really just hanging it all out there here. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm dead. I don't envy that moment. And now, now I'm gonna think differently of avocado toast, which is really Same. unfortunate. Because I had to, I had to pot, like, not eat avocado toast for like a month after the episode <laughs> came out. I was literally playing. I have half an avocado and bread in my fridge right now. That's nope. what I was planning on having as a snack. But no you're gonna more. reach for um, it and be like, Ugh. yeah, I can't. Oh God, ruined for me for a bit. Okay, you guys, there's a million more things I want to talk about and want to ask you, but we are unfortunately coming to the end of the episode. But it just means everyone's gonna have to go listen to Funny Girls. Um, but before we head out, last question for each of you is: What is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten? Wow. This is like, it's dating advice and also like people advice as um, a former people pleaser who's working on it. I would say the biggest dating advice is like, it sounds so cheesy, but like you can be like the sweetest orange in all the land and you're just going to meet someone who doesn't like oranges. Mm. And I think it's like you, like you, like you can dress up and make, you know, look a physical way or be a specific, like be, try to be funnier or try to be more emotional, sensitive, mm-hmm. da, da, da. You're ne- it's net like you're always going to hit those blocks and barriers where you're just gonna feel like it's not enough. So it's like just accept that you are the most like beautiful version of yourself. Like because yeah. then it you know coordinates in dating, and that's something I've been trying very hard to tell myself. And I think that's why my I think that's why I've honestly shifted in terms of like the way I've thought about it in the last year or so, just because yeah. of because of that orange analogy. Yeah, I, I think like less of for me less of advice that I've gotten but more of just like my takeaways from 27 years of dating and then now being in a relationship is owning who you are and like that honestly goes off of what you're saying is like just be exactly who you fucking are who you want to be when you're dating like don't be like yeah don't try make sure they're checking your boxes Yeah. yeah you know just like just be like this is who I am I love who I am. You don't have to love yourself all the time, but like meaning like, you know, I'm not changing anything about myself for someone and like someone will accept you. All you need is one person to accept you for who you are, you know, like, and yeah, I would say like just, just owning exactly who you are, what you want and and in the present moment, not the person you Mm. are planning on being in the future or not the person you want to be on that day or whatever, just exactly who you fucking are. Yeah. You know, on your last episode, you I you told me that it was hard to believe me when I said that you would meet the right person. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, no, it is interesting. Oh my God, that's, that's so crazy. It, I have to listen back to that episode. You need to honestly, listen to that Like meeting Nick, like, it's incredible <laughs> how amazing he is, truly. Like, he's yeah. just such a good, genuine person. But then it's like, hearing all this about Helene, I'm like, I'm not, I can't even be surprised that she, like, created this for herself, yeah. you know? It's funny because I'm, like, literally throughout this current episode, I'm, like, scared of what I'm manifesting right now because I'm like, oh, my God, that was, like, an accidental manifest. But um, I, no, you're, well, that's, like, a really funny and not funny, but, like, interesting, interesting reflection yeah. that, like, I I didn't believe it. And I honestly feel like, like, just leaning into myself and everybody that's listening, like, leaning into who you are and just forgetting of just, like, trying to do this, like, whole dating circus and just trust yourself. Yeah. Just trust your gut. Like, if it doesn't feel right, even if you want it to feel right or justify, just trust that, like, yeah. You deep, deep down know everything. Like even the fact that Helena was feeling that on the podcast years ago to yeah. now, like that's like she needed to go from where she was then to now yeah. to manifest and have some, be ready for someone it, like Nick. It almost got to a point where I was just like, I had been doing it for so long that I was like, I can't really trust that I'm going to find someone. I, I need to set up my life in a way that works for There's me. Problem, Not yeah. like, and that's what, oh, let me, exactly. you know, set myself. And like, I feel like people, I talk to people now, they're like, oh, when I have kids in three years, I'm like, did you go on a second date with this guy? Like, how are you fucking knowing that? You know, right. in a way that like you yeah. can trust who you are as a person and like what you are going to make your life to be if it's just you. And it would have been fine in that moment. I was like, honestly, it's good. Things are good. And like, obviously, you know, there's certain like qualms to being single, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, like setting us pros and cons to both. Yeah. Like, I think I was Absolutely. just like, I started to be like, People. Okay. You know, it's funny. I started to be okay with my parents. Like I was like, I feel like they should get divorced. And then I was like, I think they're just friends. And then they got divorced. And I was like, at finally at the point of it being like, okay, that like, maybe I didn't think my parents were like everybody else's type of thing, you know? And yeah, then they got yeah, divorced. Yeah. <laughs> like a similar thing where I was like, oh, I'm okay with like this situation that I'm in a relationship. You're like, oh, okay, different perspective. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah. thank you guys both so, so much for being here. Where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find Funny Girls? All that jazz. All right, so we are on every single platform you could possibly be on Funny Girl Ever. Podcast. And then on Instagram, Funny... It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a three-year-old girl. girl yeah. Um, please DM us. Listen to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Yes, you know? please. Yes, yeah. so just at Funny Girls Podcast. DM us anything that you want to chat about. If you happen to be in LA and you like comedy or have yeah. any questions, we're your gals. Thank yeah. you so much, a lot of This yeah, was thank you very so much. I love it. Of course. All right. And to everyone who tuned in, I will link Funny Girls below. And if you love this episode, don't forget to give a five-star rating and review. Share it on your story. Tag seeing, I can't speak. Tag seeing other people. Tag Funny Girls. And send it to your group chat. Send it to a friend who would love to hear it. 